Hello, 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 hello. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be here and talk about the things that matter to us, to our lives, to our well-being. With that open mind to learn and be the best version of ourselves, having conversations, getting feedbacks from you guys, because without you, Inside Out Alignment will not be here. You've been a great support, you've been present, and that I cherish. And I really have to tell you that because that's exactly how I feel. And I am so grateful to be here. What I'm going to be talking about today is something that I hold dearly and that we all as humans have been so blessed. It's in our nature, it's in our DNA, and it's expressed in so many ways, and it's powerful. You use it, I use it, we use it. And being on this platform where it is for self-discovery and creativity, we always, rediscover ourselves, we always learn, we always come to know more because life is a journey where we learn every day until we check out. And being in that spirit of learning, being in that spirit of knowing more, it's amazing. And that is what we all need for our world to be a better place. So today we will be talking about the power of words. Yes, and how powerful words are. So yes, this is Mary Tapper, your host of Inside Out Alignment podcast. The world, yes, the world was made by words. The world was chaotic, it was empty. But trees, animals, waters, fruits, food, everything that is in the world was made by words. And this only tells us how powerful words are. Words produce sound codes. They are energetic in nature. And the divine who created this world and everything that is in it, use words. Then he created man in his likeness and in his image. And he gave control of the world to human. And if he created us in his likeness and in his image, it means that that power that he had, that he used to create everything in the world, we also have that. And we, being in that nature and being here using words, our words are powerful as well. So it's often said also that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. 
So whatever comes out of us, out of our mouth, it comes from our inner being. It comes from us. It comes from our very existence. So it is not only powerful, but it creates, it is able to bring forth that which we speak. Words can be positive, they can be negative. But the beauty about us humans is that we've been given the power to choose the words that we utter. There is also one thing about us, our state of mind, because the words that we utter when we are excited, when we are happy, when we are really in that space of calmness is totally different from the words we utter when we are upset, when we are angry, when we are in that space of being really sad and feeling like our world is uh, crushing and that things are not working the way we want, or we are upset, maybe about ourselves or other people. But in the same way, we still have to pay attention to the words that we say. It's not an easy task. It's not easy at all. And um, getting in that space or having that awareness and being able to, um, to say those things that are empowering to us is more about paying attention. But also we grow in environments, we grow in cultures, we grow with people around us who in, you know, who utter certain words and we incorporate that, we take that in and it becomes part of us. And in us, we use those words even without thinking about their meanings. It's like, that's how it is because it has become part of us. We will hurt it so much that our subconscious mind has invaded it and it just, you know, just flows. But our words also affects our physiology, not only us, but it also affects those to whom we utter those words. And um, I grew up, <laughs> in an environment where, you know, I would hear words like Bushman and things like that, you know, when a parents or my mom was angry or she was mad and things like that and many more negative words. And I mean, sometimes as with the things that I've seen around, a kid, might decide not to do certain things, you know, because they are very bold. We grew up in such, in such a way that you are not allowed to say certain things or to be outspoken. Or when elders speak, you just have to hush, you know, and just listen and take in. Um, and expressing yourself and saying some things and really being bold is often looked at as you being um, 
more like not respectful or you're not supposed to say how you feel or things that um or say something which is not what the belief system in that environment or in our culture you know see as or because you're saying something different from them then you're not part of them and I think that that has that came and that was not healthy because it prevents like real conversations to be held where a father and son can really sit down and talk, you know, because we all are born, but at the same time, we have different ways of saying things and having those conversations is often really important. Growing, if you grow in an environment where you just have to take in, at the end of the day, you're not you, you're somebody else. But we wanna learn, we wanna grow, we wanna expand. And being in an environment where we are allowed to explore, we are allowed to say the things that we feel like we wanna say, and even reprimanded, or even if we do, we say something that's not okay. Um, choosing the right words, you know, to bring our attention to that is very important. Um, I'm a mother of four children. And even before that, I have always been in this place of saying many disempowering words. But as I've come to learn, and even looking at my kids and saying things, I had to reevaluate myself, which has not been easy. Because when we get upset as parents, a lot of things comes out of our mouth. My strategy now is taking a deep breath. Because I used to like really scream and you know, and just be upset and words will come out of my mouth and, you know, reflecting on that later on, I'll feel like, oh no. You know, I just did not call my son that. Sometimes you're mad and you say somebody's dumb and things like that. Those are the words that you don't wanna say. We say it and we feel like it's okay, but it's not. Or even we say it to ourselves. I've heard many people say that to themselves. Or even saying, no, I can't do that. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I've never done that before. I, I cannot do that. And even when we say that we cannot, we are telling our brain, stop. Stop thinking. Stop going in that direction. We block ourselves from staying in that space of learning. We prevent ourselves from getting in that space of really honing into um, accessing our creative mind where we can, you know, bring some so many stuff out, many, many things. If we are given a creative mind, it means that no matter what it is, we can do research. Because one thing I have learned is if an idea 
or we find ourselves in a situation that is difficult and that we are not really seeing, you know, light at the end of the tunnel right now, that doesn't mean that there's not a solution to that. Yeah, that necessarily doesn't mean that. Why? Because absence of evidence is not evidence of absence, but absence of evidence is merely absence of awareness, which means that we are not just aware of what it is, you know, or the solution to that which we are seeking for it. We just don't know yet, but the answer is there. And if we stay calm, if we stay in that spirit of working on finding out by doing research, by through reading, through Googling, through watching videos, there are so many ways we can research on so many things today. And that luxury wasn't there, you know, few um, years back. And it's a blessing to have that because it gives us the opportunity to have so many options. But one thing I also want to um, really bring out here is, it's good to access our creative minds first, like taking time because we just don't wanna get things from out there, but. We want to stay in that space of, you know, connecting with our creative self, our very essence, to find out what comes out of us ourselves. If others, you know, uh, have found answers to many things, and we can use their information to research, is because they were able to access their creative mind and bringing that to us. So finding ourselves in a situation means that we can also sit and access our creative mind, our creative self in order to find out what we can, you know, can dig from out there for ourselves before getting into other things that are out there, you know, to complete that and to make it even more powerful and more grounded, you know, whatever we want to are, whatever solution we are looking for or whatever path we are looking for. And that is very essential. So as we are in the space of saying the things that are uh, talking about our words and how powerful they are, I also want to say one thing. Being in that environment and really analyzing my words and really honing into looking at my past and the things that have always been said around me and the things that have, you know, I grew up and it became part of me. And seeing how disempowering those were, you know, hearing things like, oh, you never um, uh, become anything or you don't know anything or you are just dumb or, um, when people are talking, you are talking too. It's like bringing people down and 
which we usually not realize how these are because most of the time we just don't say it to others, we say it to ourselves. Most of us are guilty, we are guilty of that in so many different ways. But being able to come in that uh, place of recognizing that and knowing that or um, being in that space of accessing you know, or looking at ways, different ways that we can actually change or replace those disempowering words to empowering ones it's beautiful. Yeah. Instead of me saying, or I start a new project, or I there is this new idea, and I tell myself, oh, I cannot do this. If I look at it as, oh, okay, this is new. And up until now, I'm not yet aware of, you know, of the answer, but I know I can. Um, I can find this out. I can access my creative mind and see what comes up. Because if eventually, if there is a problem or if there is something that needs to be solved, it means the solution is somewhere. Yes, of course, there is a solution. There is no problem without a solution. There is a way. Even if it's not to solve a whole part of it, there is a way to you know, or to solve half of it, to have some answers about it or a guide, which in the long run will lead to some to better solutions. But right now, what is it that I can access? What is it that I can do to bring that which I'm looking for? for? Or we get stuck, you know, when we start something new and it's like, oh, this is something I've not done before. And this is really um, challenging or I'm not sure what path to take or and things like that. Who do you have in your environment? Who do you have around you? Who have you heard of? Who has written something about that? Even if you don't know, we can Google it. We can do some research. We can look for scholarly articles. And uh, or what do you think about it yourself? Accessing that creative mind and do some free writing. What do I think about this? What does, can this mean to me? And just write without editing, without thinking too much, but just letting it flow. The more we let things flow without trying to hold back and just cringing ourselves and being like, oh, I don't know this. The more our creative mind becomes strengthened, our brain, our neural patterns become more strengthened and uh, giving us access to uh, those important and very um, part of us that can bring a lot and that can actually make us see something that we didn't even know, access something that we did not know, we're in aware that we had. Yeah, and just being in that space of, okay, let me let it flow and let it flow without judgment, without um, criticism, without um, holding back and just write. Yeah, free writing, it's one 
very important, one important thing that it's good to be done daily. Even if it's just five minutes thinking about a topic or you just want to write about a day, you know, or you just want to give some gratitude for the day and you start writing down the things that you're, you're grateful for. It's free writing. You just, you think about it, the things and you just, you just keep writing without editing and without, no matter how small it is, because it, it's in appreciating those little things in our life that we get more of that because we stay in that space of gratitude. We stay in that space of recognition of the blessings in our lives. And um, one thing that I also want to really talk about is us being maybe having an ailment or being mm, not feeling really well. And then we are using those words against ourselves. Unknowingly though, yeah. Because those are things that is being used around us. And we feel like this is how it is said and that is normal and it, that's okay. Which is not because we don't understand that. We are looking for something else. And we are actually even taking some medication, you know, to soothe us. But at the same time, we are saying words that are in contradiction to the result that we are seeking or the result that we love to see. And what do I mean by this? I have come across so many people, I've come across um, many who have maybe like diabetes or who have like back problems or have, you know, uh, high blood pressure. And generally what I hear them say, or they have allergies, is the personalized that with the, 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 the ailment or, you know, the symptoms of the things that they're going through. I, I hear people say, my diabetes, my allergies, my high blood pressure, my back pain. When you say my, you're saying it's yours. But do you actually like this? Of course not. Are you happy when you have this back pain? Of course not. So saying that it is yours, why you're taking medication, why you're even changing your diet or you are taking some other things that you really want to feel in alignment with this is not going to help you heal or get to that place of healing, you know, because what is coming out of your mouth and the actions that you're taking, they're contradictory. And paying attention to that is so important. Don't take it to be yours. Yes, this is diabetes. It's been diagnosed. Yes, or pre-diabetic. Or this is high blood pressure. Or this is a back pain. You're taking a medication or you're doing the exercises to get yourself back in, you know, or to get yourself 
into not being hurt or not to have that back pain. So don't call it yours. Don't say it is yours. No, it's not because I don't think that is what you want. But we unconsciously say it because that's what we've been hearing. And I really like to draw people's attention to this. Like when I hear them say it, those around me will tell you, oh yeah, Mary will call me, you know, about that in a loving way, you know, because at the end of the day, I was there as well, but I just had to rectify and be more conscious of, um, of looking at a, a better way. And I have learned to also like take a deep breath you know, in order to get myself in that space of not just saying things, but to think before I say, and not just let my subconscious ramble into what it's already, what has already been there for so long. And not only this back, my back pain that I hear people say, they say, this back pain is killing me. Oh, my back pain is killing me. For real? I understand that it hurts. You know what I mean? I understand that it hurts, but killing you? That's what we, we, we hear around us. That's what has become the now, but we have to change this. That is why we are given wisdom. That's why we have been given the power to choose. And it is important uh, when we wanna get rid of something, it has to be replaced with something else because you don't wanna leave that space void. If we leave it void, we will come back into what we were used to saying. And replacing it with something else is more important. And something that is empowering, something that is not gonna bring us in that space of, uh, of pain. You know, we can look at it in a positive, in a more, in a positive way. Yes, I'm in this space now. And that is where our thoughts become very, very important. And what do I mean? I mean by watching our thoughts. Because when it says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, you know, we think about something and then we say it. If we are able to control, you know, what we are thinking about, if you're able to pay attention actually, because really honing into paying attention to what we say or what we are thinking of before it ever comes out, it's very important. It's something that we really need to get to help us make the right decision and help us make the take the right steps by being aware of them and then changing them to something even more um, in alignment with the result that we are looking for. And in this space, I want to take this example of us saying my back is, my yes, my back pain is killing me. Okay, it is a back pain. And I'm feeling the pain right now. But let me think about this. Or let me give a thought about this. Yes, it's painful. But again, 
we have to understand that everything is created twice. First in thoughts, and then in it physical. And that means when we say it, we are putting it into existence. So when we decide to think about it as, oh, it's a back pain. Okay, it's a back pain. But I also know one thing. If this back pain exists, it means there is a solution for it. I can look for ways on how to get myself out of this. I can, I'm taking this medication and I trust that this is going to be okay. I will feel better. And the, another one important thing you can incorporate in there is telling yourself by true visualization, like seeing yourself with no pain in your mind's eye, in pictures. Because our subconscious doesn't know, you know, what is real and what is not. So what we give to it in pictures, and if we look at, we think of it in pictures and see it in our mind's eye as somebody who is healed, who is in this space of gratitude, who is walking around and being happy and really enjoying life and being the best version of ourselves. And um, just uh, really feeling your body, that you're vibrant, you are healthy and you're feeling great. With either the exercises that you are taking or the medication that you're taking, depending on the ailment or whatever it is, whether it's yoga, whether it's whatever, and you see yourself really thriving in that environment and not letting the pain, you know, take too much control of you. Not to say that, you know, the, it's so easy, but like stepping back, you can sit down and feel the pain without saying anything, without voicing it out and just feel it. And in this space, it means you're being aware of this pain. But at the same time, you decide to change this pain to something else, to the result that you're looking for, which is healing, which is you being vibrant, which is you doing the things that you love to do without the pain, which is you being happy and you're smiling. You're not in pain because when you, we are in pain, our physiology changes. So you... Try to get into that space of giving a little blink of smile and see yourself. Oh, Mary, what a life, what a beauty. And you get to that space of really enjoying it. And doing this several times and being in gratitude, it's important. So you can, and you'll be surprised at the results you're going to get if you do that. So my recommendation really is for us to be more attentive, to be more, to get to that awareness of what we say, not only to us, but also to our loved ones. So as a mother of four kids and having a supportive husband, which I'm really grateful to have, I 
we've come to that conclusion to always like, you know, to take a deep breath. No matter, like, even if the kids do something that it's really that we feel like. And we've, we've called this our training, that it's going to build us up that brain muscle to be more conscious and to be more attentive to the things that we say. So we take a deep breath. And most of the time, I like to get out of the scene and just sit down somewhere and take this deep breath. And then get into my thoughts. What am I thinking now? And how do I approach this with my kid? Because one, I don't wanna to get to that space of seeing the things that will make me feel bad and guilty later on. Because even if we say it to somebody, we're saying it to others, we feel it as well. I always feel guilty. And most of the time I will call my kid and say, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, to say that to you. And I tell them it's not an excuse. Being your mom doesn't give me the right to say that to you because I love you. And I really, um, then I would change it to something else, you know, and we'll come back, you know, in a different way. And that time, every time I have done that, or I have sat down and think about whatever situation it is, and just having this conversation or having a calm talk and also listening to them, it's come out so fruitful. You know, that um, other spirit of me thinking I could just come and just say things and just feel like I can, you know, and just bless them or say things that are not empowering to them. I'm bringing my kid down and it makes them afraid. And most of the time, they're not able to express themselves. That is what brings a lot of fear. And when we keep things in us, it is stressful. We are not ourselves. We don't feel authentic. We see somebody and we're afraid to even open our, our mouth and say something. Scolding, it doesn't help at all. And I was always that person who would say, oh, stop, like, you don't, like, don't say anything. Oh, don't even talk to me. Don't even open it right now, you know, when I'm angry. But I came to realize that, no, it's destructive. And I don't want that for my kid. I want them to be the best version of themselves. I want them not to be afraid to tell me anything. I want them to trust me, to see me as a partner in belief, to see me as a friend, that we can have open conversations. And that I can run to too. I can run to my kids. They always have some really great ideas. And it's just amazing how smart and how um, beautiful that is. I've learned a lot from them and it really feels great, you know, being in that space of really just honing into um, having these great talks and just enjoying each other and exploring conversations are meant to be had whether you're family whether in partner in a 
in, whether with you or with your partner. Let's not get in that space of pushing things under the rug or letting anger take in control. That's giving our power to anger and then saying things that are detrimental, not only to us, but to the other person. This is something I hold dearly because words are things that we utter all day long. We utter words all day long. And it's important to pay attention to these because they shape our life. They're part of us and they're going nowhere. And putting ourselves in that space of authority and taking ownership and taking responsibility and learning and being ourselves, being open to learn, not beating ourselves up. That's the one thing I really want to say. Be patient with yourself. Even now, I still make mistakes. But you have to be really, really patient with yourself. Do not beat yourself up. It takes time. It takes practice. Even if it means you can, you want to write it somewhere and put it maybe in your refrigerator, in your kitchen, the door of your room so that, so that it can be a reminder during the day, or maybe put like a little reminder on your watch just sometimes to get back to it during, you know, when you hear that, it's like you're watching your thoughts. It's like a reminder for you to watch your thoughts. What have you been thinking today? And what have you said today? At least it helps you to um, to reset and then decide on um, what you are going to say and how you're going to move forward with your day. And it makes you have that ownership, take ownership and doing that in a consistent manner, in a consistent way will make a whole difference. Yeah. So I just want to leave us in that space of gratitude having this conversation today. I would love to hear from you. I would love to have fit, get feedbacks from you and maybe any other topics you would like us to, to talk about. Yes, we're in a world where we rediscover ourselves. We learn every single day and staying in that space of learning and being open-minded and you know, to grow, to, to expand and um, to have those difficult conversations. Is what we need. And I am so grateful. I am so honored to be on this platform and actually bringing this to you today. I love you all. I leave you in that space of being aware and pondering about your thoughts. So watch your thoughts. Watch um, the pictures that you're holding in your mind's eye. Pay attention to the words that you speak whether it's about you, whether it's about somebody else, let's pay attention. Let's be our brother's keeper. Let's be, um, let's love ourselves because that's part of self-care. We're caring about us and we're caring about those around us. And that's the beauty of you and I being alive and being able to communicate and being in that space where we can recreate and enjoy your lives together you know, so I love you all. So much gratitude to be here and uh, to bring this to you today.
Thank you so much for always listening and for always being present on Inside Out Alignment. Um, your host again, Mary Tapper, that Heart Center Transformational Life Coach. Do not hesitate to reach me. I do offer um, free complimentary strategy sessions for those of you who are maybe you still feel stuck, maybe in your career, or you want to change some things in your life or in your health and well-being, or you've been putting up a lot of things, you know, about your relationship or your career, and you want to have some real deep talk about it. I offer this is like a 30-minute conversation where we get deep into where you are right now and where you love to be. And uh, we get into this discovery call and I you know, with my experience, we find out, find out what is the most important step that you can take to reach the goal that you're actually looking for. So I'm always present Do not hesitate to get to me so we can talk about this and actually start creating a life you love living so you can be fulfilled, vibrant, energetic, and uh, live the life you're here for. You know why? Because you deserve it. Thanks again for listening and bye for now.